2: This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by comedian Jen Kirkman and have an exhaustive discussion of a possible Rod Stewart impersonator. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan,
2: it's a beautiful evening. The fall has fallen upon Los yes. Angeles. Crispness in the air from a fresh rainfall. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel invigorated. The Worms are having an above-ground party. (laughs) (laughs) Something that's going on. Uh, Joining
2: us, uh, you know her as a stand-up comedian. You've probably laughed at a humorous joke she's written for television programs. Uh, The very funny and uh, favorite here at Jordan Jesse Go. Jen Kirkman.
0: Oft-requested
2: Jen Kirkman.
3: Oh, thank you. Hi, everyone.
0: Yeah, sure. I don't think there's a more requested guest.
3: Shut the F up. Yeah, you
0: came on really early in the life of the show. Yeah. And it seems to be kind of one of those early successes that has been hard to top. It's kind of like, I feel like we're the misfits, and you're dancing. Really? And you left after the second album and we've just never been as good. That's
2: ridiculous. Your period of time writing for Chelsea lately Mm -hmm. is your mother 93.
0: Sure, Yes. (laughs) If uh, we're if we're <laughs> equating your career to the career of Glenn Danzig, about which we know little, yeah.
2: all I remember is that one song because that was the year that uh, my got dad very got. Very That was the year that my dad got cable. Oh, so I watched a lot of MTV that year.
3: I thought you were going to say the year my dad got cancer. No, that's just where that was going.
2: Yeah, oh. all all the only thing that got me through my father's <laughs> what's <paddle>? Glenn Danzig's <laughs> solo <Mother>. career? <laughs> <laughs> bow <laughs> bow. Do you wanna bang heads with me? <laughs> That's
3: when and everything sounded like I just listen, I just listen
2: like that. to that and cry and cry <laughs> and cry, and just pray and pray that my father's pancreas would get better.
3: <laughs> and it did. And then you got cable. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know if
0: I don't know if he still does, but um, maybe a couple years ago, this was maybe in my first couple months in LA. Uh, I saw Glenn dancing watering his lawn.
1: Wait, I was with you. Where are I you saw Glen with, with you. Danzig.
0: Was that it? Was all kind of near Vermont
2: in that
1: yeah. little area?
0: Yeah, and he had like a he had a house that looked like it should be Glenn Danzig. Yeah, house. overgrown yard, muscle car.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm having crazy deja vu right now.
0: Uh, we maybe we talked about this the first
3: time you were on the show. I re- I I challenge someone to go back and look because, but maybe I'm just having total deja vu. Most
2: shows just. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to listen to the program, but we do usually talk about the time we saw Glenn Danzig. You
3: do? Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. do listen to the program. Have I maybe heard it on there? I haven't listened we, in a while.
2: We probably, I mean, what would you say? 75% of shows? We try and... We've got a little routine worked out yeah, where yeah. where we forget Jordan what we forgets about. that I was with him when sure. we saw him.
3: Wait, is this a joke?
0: No, it's not.
3: No, oh, this, okay. is,
2: this
0: is... We did really see Glenn Danzig. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: That the
2: I, rest of course. it is a
0: joke. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, clearer. I do have a big... Uh, I do, I'm do. i very, very self-conscious on this now that I'm repeating stories.
3: No, I think I'm just having deja vu, which, okay. which can happen.
0: We did a show the other day, uh, a few weeks ago,
2: where we talked about how, we, how self-conscious we are that we re- we're repeating our stories. Because frankly, at the end of recording one of these shows, I do not remember what happened to such an extent that I have to get the intern to title the shows because I can't remember one joke. From the episode that sure. would make a good show title, and uh, then I got all these emails complaining that all the stories that we considered to be our stock stories, like the stories that we would tell at uh, at like a party where we didn't know anybody, yeah, um, that we had apparently never told any of those stories.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, we. This was actually something we were talking about uh, the other the other week on the show. Is like that story that you always bust out if you need. Just something. Yes. Do you does do you have that, Jen? Does that come to mind immediately when we say stock story?
3: Yeah. I I know I don't know what situations I use them in, but yeah, totally stock stories. And then I get nervous, like, well, especially if it's something that ended up going into my stand up. I'm like I always preface it with, like, I do this in my act, like, just in case they've seen <laughs> right, it, sure. but, like, I'm not doing my act for you, and then I'll try to tell it differently, like, with less... <laughs> less jokes. Yeah, less, exactly. Less humor less and pa- entertainment.
1: Less
0: pauses for laughs.
3: <laughs> and then less... Sc- like, why is she yelling at someone in the front row? You do, though. Less, party. Less
2: crowd work. You do carry a microphone, though. In case that kind of situation comes up. So you change around the text a little bit, but you do it into
0: a mic. I
3: start pacing. You
0: have a PA. And then after you're done, you say, so who's from out of town?
3: (laughs) I'm trying to think if I have, because the stock stories I have are sometimes really fun and like this crazy showbiz person I got to meet. But then in certain situations, I wouldn't tell it because... Oh, people would not understand what my point was and think I was like bragging about something. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah sure. Well is this like when you maybe are when you're maybe like home for a holiday or something, like the like an LA showbiz story is a different thing.
2: Yes, out maybe than
3: it would be around here where people it... get the self deprecation more, I think.
2: Where's a Jen Kirkman come from?
3: Massachusetts.
2: Massachusetts. It's a nice state.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty nice state. It goes oh, beautiful. You've
2: been there, it's a beautiful state. I
3: have a lot of uh love for it. A lot
2: of Dunkin' Donuts of up pri- there. Oh, it's my favorite. Plenty a lot of, of Dunkin' pride.
3: Donuts. We got Red Sox. We got Celtics. We got a lot of great things. <laughs> are sure. you
0: uh, Are you going back for the holidays?
3: I am. This we didn't go last year. My husband and I got married last year, a couple months before Christmas. So we're like, we've seen everybody.
2: And you went. You went <laughs> to Massachusetts for the wedding. Yes. Is your husband? Where's your husband from?
3: He's from Cape Cod. Oh. Both in Massachusetts. So you so was an out. easy call. What's that
2: mean? It was an easy call to go to, go to Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, for yeah, wedding. yeah. I
3: thought you meant to get married. I'm like, no, or to, like to meet him. I'm <laughs> oh, like, yeah. no. It was
2: an easy call <laughs> to like get married. I just married.
3: grabbed a guy you from meet, Cape Cod.
2: You meet a fella from the general
1: region where <laughs> you're from, and that's it. You got to snag on. him.
0: One question, two questions. Where are you from? Were you on the crew team? And then if he answers Massachusetts and yes. What's yeah. the
3: crew team, the Harvard rowing crew? Oh, like crew? the rowing team. Oh, I don't I just hang out consider. with such people. Oh, okay. Jordan, I'm sorry, my, Those are snobs. I'm
0: sorry I implied. <laughs> you're, you like slobs. Yes. Jordan, and I know you're,
2: you're a snubs. single man. You're not married. Sure. I, I am. I'm married to my, my wife, Teresa, who's also from the general area that I'm from. She's from Marin County. I'm from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason you're still single is I don't know if you've met anyone from Orange County.
3: Yeah,
0: maybe that's it. I just don't have that regional familiarity.
3: What if does some of the Real Housewives have daughters your age? You could find them both in the business. Or have... any oh, of the yeah. Real Housewives
2: divorcees. That's right. I don't Cougar. know if you guys have heard about these cougars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rale,
0: Rale.
2: You
3: know what? I think it's more inconvenient to marry someone from your home state region. How so? Because every time I go back East now, it has to involve two families and same with him. And it's sort of like if he lived in Florida and I was from Seattle, then it would be like every other year we'll do Christmas in Florida, then we'll do Seattle. But now we have to jam two Christmases Mm. into being in Massachusetts. And then now we're renting a car and driving all over the state In the worst weather. We're basically, the reason besides show business that we both live out here (laughs) is weather. And we pick the one week where it's the most treacherous and we go back and enjoy that. So there's no point. You know what it sounds like you need?
2: All-wheel drive. (laughs) That's what I'd recommend. I was
0: going to say a DVD copy of the Vince Vaughn Reese Witherspoon movie for Christmas. Oh,
3: I thought I would like so much money. That I'm that person that's like Jamaican Christmas, come on, immediate families, it's on me yeah, sure that's not that the movie and the all-wheel drive aren't great
2: my, um, <laughs> my wife and I have the same situation. We're doing Thanksgiving here in Los Angeles for mm-hmm. that reason because my parents divorced when I was three, both live in San Francisco, both live in roughly the same uh, they both live in San Francisco and for a long time lived in the same neighborhood. And they they were at each other's throats all through my childhood. Through, they were
3: vampires. That's why they right. were vampires. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: but who bite other vampires? So they were always they were those. Uh, yeah, you've all seen Blade Two. Yeah, the super vampires.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they were at each other's throats, and uh, they were always also, arguing about custody. Daybreakers. Sorry. They, <laughs> Continue. They had agreed. They had agreed that I would alternate Thanksgivings every other year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, <clears throat> they both have really bad memories. And they would always forget whose house I was supposed to be at at Thanksgiving that year. And so what happened is every single year, they would forget whose house I was at the previous year, and each of them would be pissed off and think that the other one was trying to cheat them out of Thanksgiving.
3: And did you ever... Were you having a good memory? Were you having a good... Oh, I don't know, know. Like I mean, that. I... <laughs> <laughs> a, a memory
2: I was having um, By by the time I was like 13 I was like consistent about whose house I was at But right. you know like when you're a little kid Shit just blurs together You know I don't really know what was going on and so now we're in the midst of that. A- Sounds
0: and- like maybe you had an eye problem. <laughs> I wouldn't blame that on being young. If shit was just blurring together, maybe you needed lenses. I
2: always wondered why uh, there were words on the papers that my teacher gave me, but she just drew weird, diffuse shapes on the board when she was explaining. Again, stuff.
3: N- not, yeah, that's an eye thing.
0: Not part of being a kid. Most kids can read at really? a certain point. Yeah, those those symbols make sense to some of us. Oh geez.
2: Well, anyway, um, more. Moral of the story is mm-hmm. so we decide that we're going to get out of this, and when we go home, it's this, it's exactly what you described. Yeah, it's are we going to have Thanksgiving with my dad, with my mom, or with my wife's parents because they all live in the Bay Area, and so it it devolves into this nightmare of we're going to this house from one to two, and this house like it's just really intense and crazy.
3: And nobody, I this might be me, I want some credit. Uh-huh. I don't get any credit. Yeah. I know. I'm flying out. They act like it's a dream come true for you to be (laughs) in their environment, away from your routine, away from your life.
2: Sleeping on a fold-out sofa.
3: Oh, I mean, I don't want an apology, but I want some credit. (laughs) I would just love like a little handshake at the end of the trip like, hey... This must be a pain in your a and... and you
2: must really love me, and that's why you came out here. Yes,
3: but you get nothing.
2: You get nothing. So this year we decide in order to avoid getting involved in all of that, we're gonna have Thanksgiving here in Los Angeles.,
3: Oh, I love it.
2: And this is the first time we've ever this is the first time we've ever had like an apartment with a dining room mm-hmm. and like a a kitchen that you can cook in. And so this is—it was exciting for us that, yeah. that we would get to do this because we 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 thought about doing it last year, but we moved into this apartment just before Thanksgiving last year, mm. and like our our shit wasn't unpacked, you know. And so we decide to do that, and then all of a sudden we realize we've just opened up a whole new can of worms, which is which members of our family do we invite to join us here because they're not going to let go, they're they're not going to accept. We're having Thanksgiving here with like Jordan and Jean or something like that.
3: Oh, they won't accept that.
0: And Teresa's family. Absolutely, Teresa's family is all werewolves. Yeah. So if you get the werewolves and the the double vampires together. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I didn't realize vampires don't bite each other. I don't know much about that supernatural.
2: Also, also, uh, uh, my brother is a Frankenstein
0: oh uh, huh. he's sewn together from corpses yeah because your insane uh your insane scientist vampire father <laughs> yes wanted a son
2: absolutely sure uh, and that, he wasn't me yeah, that wasn't found yeah yeah um so we ended up inviting my mom <laughs> so my her theresa's family is coming and my mom is coming
3: that's a lovely compromise
2: because my mom is single Right. She doesn't have she. She has lots of friends. She go. She would goes to friends for Thanksgiving normally. But She's she like doesn't one of those have those Real have a, Housewives. But but my yeah. dad and and my dad is remarried and and my two younger half brothers uh live at the, live at the house and so they we figured they could have a Thanksgiving together. Yeah,
3: they're a unit
2: one way or the other. Yeah. And then my dad emailed me like two weeks ago and said, "Hey, I'm thinking about coming down oh. uh that week." And I was wondering if you wanted to go with me to uh, to Laguna, which is where my dad's uh, late brother's wife and my dad's uh, uh, nieces and nephews, my cousins, live. And um, and so I had to hang out with my dad to yesterday and today to make up for the fact that I had not even mentioned to him mm-hmm. that I was staying here and I invited my mom to Thanksgiving. <laughs>
3: oh it's so much
2: (laughs) oh my god it was so it was so difficult and and uh so it had to be really it had to be really serious family time yeah yeah and um
3: a lot of
0: uh a lot of hugs pats on the back
2: yeah and um was there any turkey and stuffing no we we went we did go to lunch today we went to a delicatessen for lunch today um and had pastrami sandwiches and the turkey of the sea. Yeah, and of course, my See? dad, my da- my dad, and my stepmother have sort of a rocky relationship. They've, they've been having a rocky relationship lately. My dad.
3: I'm sure they'll appreciate you talking about sure. it on the air.
2: In order to uh, <laughs> they don't listen to my show, <laughs> um, in, in order to in order to like uh, uh, essentially take the level of father son intimacy from zero to ten in like thirty seconds, he told me the story of. When he first started going out with my stepmother, they, they got married when I was about eight or so. So she's, she's been part of my life for a really long time. And uh, uh, when he first started going out with my stepmother, he said they were watching the news. And my stepmother is from uh, Belfast in Northern Ireland. Uh-huh. And uh, he said they were watching the news together and they saw the assassination of my stepmother's cousin, who she used to babysit as a child. What? And, and then...
3: Were they watching the news in Belfast?
2: No, they were watching the... Apparently, my stepmother's... What? This is a story I had never heard. My stepmother will tell you these stories of nightmarish traumas, truly nightmarish traumas, <laughs> times that someone attempted to rape her, or just <laughs> things that are so oh, horrific. And then she'll just laugh like it's the uh. funniest thing anyone has ever said. <laughs> because in fucking Belfast, I think that's just how they roll. Yeah, and think shit is just so fucked. I mean, it's better now than it was ten years ago, and certainly better now than it was twenty or thirty years ago. Yeah, but shit is still kind of fucked, and um, and so not only not only did my dad, did they just see on the news? Apparently, my my stepmother's cousin's father was the head of the IRA at the time. Oh wow! Yeah, I know, right? And uh, then uh they watched uh the funeral part of the funeral was in the news and uh my stepmother's uh brother mm-hmm. uh was uh, the, someone attempted to assassinate him at the funeral
3: what holy shit right nobody's ever mentioned this to me and when did this happen? If you, when they first started dating? Like almost a years ago? When they first
2: started dating. This is, we're talking about, I, this is, we're talking about 20 years ago. I'm
3: now. just fascinated with what this news is that there was. Oh, it was 20 years ago. So, yeah, okay, we're talking about 20 years ago. Because it's like... We're probably yeah, talking
2: so about, I think so we're so looking, the at, local the, news? We're like, looking at the news hour. We're probably looking at the okay, news hour with gotcha. Jim Lehrer. That would be Okay, because there
3: is no news anymore. It's just people talking about the Kardashians and then a the right. liberal and a conservative screaming. I and think when you
2: say there is no news anymore and et cetera, I think that's because you moved to Los Angeles.
3: But I mean, like, there's no like news other hour other with places. Jimmler.
2: Other places, it's also equally stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's about the weather, not the Kardashians. <laughs>
3: but I mean, like, even if you watch like 60 Minutes, I mean, not really, but right. they will have like entertainment stuff as news now, like CNN, like Lindsay Lohan off to blah blah. And I'm like, <laughs> what? So that I was confused that they were okay, showing. Okay, so this it. was in yeah. like
2: 1990. We're talking okay. about maybe a 1990 type situation when the troubles were still going pretty strong. Yeah. In in Belfast. But that's how that's how we that's the bond. The bond is Perfect. let me drop this fucking nightmarish trauma on you. <laughs> hey, I bet you didn't know this crazy ass shit went down.
0: It's not like I saw a sunset the other day that made me think of you.
2: Yeah, no, not at all. Sure. Not in the slightest. Anyway,
3: I saw a little boy son that looked just like you in, at your kid. age. Yeah. He, a, yeah, he
2: had
0: his baseball mitt in hand.
2: Yeah, my mom, my and, mom will tell me in a moment. Pop. In a moment where my mom wants to bond with me, she'll tell me about how before I was conceived, uh, she saw me floating in the clouds.
3: Uh, I love your yay. mom. I love that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm always I'm always shocked at the type of person. And this is I mean, it's, maybe it's just because this is the totally this is totally the opposite of the kind of person I am. But the person who brings up something awful in casual conversation, right? <laughs> like uh, I had a coworker for uh, for a while uh, who would do stuff like this a lot. Um, who would just be like looking at her phone and going like. Ugh. Oh, uh, That like ask me what's the matter. Oh, right, ask yeah. me uh. what's the matter. I was, she wasn't masturbating. Right. I can see how you sexual, maybe thought of yeah. the, No no, she's just like that kind of ask me what's going on
2: right. sigh. Jen, your mind always he, goes to sexting. He
3: has <laughs> looking at her phone going, Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: my my moans were uh, not he as can't clear. Help it. I just I have a raw Latin sexuality <laughs> that just comes out in everything I do. You do. It's part of my heritage.
3: So you would ask her. Uh,
0: so then it's like, "What's going on?" And then it'll be something like, "My mom's cousin just died," <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, it's noon, it's Tuesday. I don't know your mom or her cousin. Like, it's awful that someone died, but why? Like, why do you say that to me, someone you don't know, who has expressed dislike of you in the past?" My but step,
2: I'll- my stepmother will be like, uh, you know, we'll say sh- you'll just be talking along, and she'll be like,
0: "Oh yeah." And
2: then that policeman tried to grab my tits, so I kicked him in the ball and pushed him <laughs> p- balls and pushed him down the stairs, and he was in well, the hospital a little, for a month.
0: There's a little triumph, like that's at least a story. That's like, at least
3: in the past. Yeah, but yeah. it also
0: has a narrative to it, and it's kind <laughs> yeah. of exciting and it's kind of triumphant, and it's right. like I stood up against authority. I stood up from like that's a thing. Like it's like it has awful notes to it. Right. But it's it's. Good conversation in the right thing, but just like something bad happened, like everyone feels something now. Like that's yeah. the shit I hate. Like so yeah. I. I just like to remain emotionally neutral at all times. I don't like to be reminded. Well, especially in the of work death. environment. Yeah, especially yeah. that. Anyway. I need.
2: I need to ask you guys about something that I saw um, in the entertainment news recently. Speaking of horrible things and sure. entertainment news. Yes. Um I was in I was in Brooklyn uh shooting some stuff for put this on, uh visiting uh our friend Ben Harrison, videographer Ben Harrison, and uh he had a people magazine sitting on his uh sitting on his uh dentist's coffee table. Office. Sitting on his dentist's office. <laughs> and there was uh, a headline and I wrote it down on the front of the people magazine. Uh it said, uh Charlie Sheen, colon... Has he gone too far?
3: I saw that and went, yes. <laughs> but like three years is ago.
0: There, like, is is anyone a, saying he's operating within the bounds of reasonableness? <laughs>
2: like, has he
0: gone too far?
2: Like, is there a rule that it has to? That all headlines in People magazine have to be a question? Like, I was
3: just thinking, like, we're not gonna editorialize, guys. We're just here to report. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, look, you decide. We're we're even-handed. We're just presenting you with the
0: facts. (laughs) We're not saying whether a uh, a coked-up rage where you uh, beat a hooker. We're not saying that's a good or a bad thing.
2: Frankly. I thought he had gone too far, just when he started wearing those polyester bowling party shirts on television. <laughs> I know. Once he started doing that, I was like, "Whoa, this is too far." I was cool with Hot Shots Part Deux, but this is too much. I think we were all much. cool with Hot
0: Shots. Well, here's the and here's a funny thing about that is yeah. the polyester bowling shirts. Yes, is that. Uh, okay, so the Charlie Sheen character in Two and a Half Men is, is is a Lothario. Yeah, but he he actually takes women to bed at like attractive women. Like there's one where he has sex with Jenny mccartney and the- McCarthy McCarthy McCartney. McCarthy McCarthy. M- no, Paul McCartney. McCartney. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. McCartney. Jenny Paul McCartney. Anyways, who uh
3: you know who, who
2: Jenny McCarthy's from the Beatles.
3: Sure. Paul McCartney's from single. The up.
2: Pa- from the Jenny yeah. McCarthy show.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah paul mccartney hosted the jenny mccarthy show the crazy sketch comedy romp um you know so he 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 he's effective like, right in the show he's in the world effective. of this program and he does he wears these 1993 vince vaughn cocktail hour shirts yeah in the real world those would be the shirts of a like pathetic sad man. Of a
2: guy who writes for two and a half men. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly.
2: A, so
3: yeah, a guy who thinks it's like maybe a divorced dad. Yeah, it's it's a Tommy
0: Bahama. Sure. It's, yeah, it's I'm at you know. And
3: those are very smelly. The polyester they don't yeah. breathe well. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like a Michael Lohan might wear that. Yeah, we're sure. Keep it Abs- in the entertainment. Right. entertainment. So, right.
2: so it sounds like we're all on the same page. The worst thing about Charlie Sheen
0: is those shirts. I know.
2: <laughs>
3: I don't think he's gone too far. Then <laughs> snort, yeah.
0: snort, whatever. Punch <laughs> whomever. <laughs> has just, he?
3: Has he gone too far, Jordan? I don't know. Oh, Let's take
0: guess, a straw poll. Oh, but just to finish my thought, is that party shirt is supposed to be shorthand for ladies' man? But is is where does that disconnect happening? Are we just in the rest of the world, does do you an think, effective ladies' man wear that shirt?
2: Do you think... Here's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's the secret to the success of Two and a Half Men. And frankly, I think Charlie Sheen is a, is a pretty funny comic actor. I haven't watched a lot of Two and a Half Men, mm-hmm. so I can't really comment about the show. But I can see Men why people work think is funny. he's funny. Um, is, is part of the appeal of that program... That America is excited that a handsome guy is wearing their shirt and betting women.
3: That could be it like in porn when they say that the men are less attractive so that you can picture yourself being with these hot women. Right. And not watch porn, but that's what I have heard. But I well I watched an episode of Two and a Half Men just two weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was actually porn.
3: Oh <laughs> I was wondering
0: Were there a lot of dicks?
3: <laughs> yeah. What about and the, the what about man. ladies' boxes?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no? There were no bo- but That's the
3: all... half man was what yeah. someone right. called their huge. strong. was a right. oh. Yeah. Bing. No. I watched it and I, you know, the jokes are fine, they're funny. Are you
0: sponsored by Bing now, Jen? The Ping. search engine. I'm oh, sponsored by
3: Ping. Okay. I'm whatever sorry. that thing is that keeps showing up on my iTunes. What I'm, does that mean?
2: I'm sponsored by Alta Vista.
1: Mm, nice.
3: Wait, what is Ping? It's on it keeps showing up on my iTunes.
0: Oh, I'm a Zoom man, Jen.
3: Next to every song oh, it says Ping.
2: Ping is a Ping is an already failed uh social networking. System developed by Apple and based in iTunes.
3: So if I were to click ping next to one of my songs, it's it supposed would to make go you, to someone? It would
2: make you friends with Paul McCartney.
3: <laughs> oh, well, why don't I do that? I don't know. I loved his work. I loved his work in the autism uh, cure. <laughs> hey, <laughs>
0: uh, that's Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. Sorry, sorry. Right. I get the coochies. But yeah, so I watch Two and a Half Men. Fine, jokes are funny, whatever. I get the characters. I see why it's fun. I found the, the laugh track. I, they actually do film in front of a live audience, but the way they punch it up or do something to it. The last track is like aggressive, like it comes in before the end of the joke. It was very weird. But yeah, I think maybe, (laughs) I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe it's just like people wear this shirt. We don't want them to look too like good, like t-shirt and buff.
2: Let me ask you this question. You're writing on a network television program mm-hmm. that's supposed to feature cool cool youngish people like 30ish people, right? Yes. Uh, uh, oh, you're writing actually along with another friend of the program, Nick Adams also writing for the program. Uh, Perfect Couples coming yes. coming soon on NBC the
0: mid-season yep. January
2: was
3: January full uh, full season order. Uh 13 for now.
0: Okay, you're looking for that back 9.
3: That's right, girl.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Industry
3: talk. <laughs>
2: um so you're writing for a television program have you witnessed any party shirts yet
3: no party shirts none no all the guys are there's something they're like any anyone else
2: there's something disconcerting about the way people dress on television uh because of certain things that you can't wear on camera like patterns certain like most patterns a lot of patterns you can't That's wear true. on camera yeah and uh, and you can't wear anything branded or with like logos, graphics. So you have to clear them legally and they usually don't have the resources to do that. And so I always feel like people on television look like they're a 12-year-old in like a Froot Loops commercial that's w- like holding a skateboard and like has 17 different pads on and a solid green t-shirt.
3: Right. It's like a... Uh... Pastiche isn't the word, but like a cartoon of what people dress like or i don't know yeah very theatrical and presentational even if it's a down-to-earth cool show that's whatever yeah i don't find that to be the way the characters dress on the show i write for but the but yeah the party shirt that i don't know how to explain that i think people wear those shirts a lot
0: yeah i think probably in just if you went out into you know a a less than hip part of america there probably would be a lot of charlie sheen aged guys dressed like that i think that is a good theory that that it is like well someone like dad's like watching it because he is a dad figure and he's he's bonking maybe it's to
3: make him more likable too because if he's in an ed hardy shirt if he dresses like the douchebag he is yeah then he's unlikable
0: like if he's
2: specifically if he's He's... dressing like a douche instead of a dope
3: exactly Yeah.
2: Well, we'll be back the in line just... between
3: douche and dope is
0: a
2: fine one. We'll be back in just a second with more on Jordan Jesse Go.
1: <laughs>
2: it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorn America's radio sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: And their guest for today, Jen Kirkman.
2: Jen, it's great to have you here. It's
3: great to have you back. Thank you. There was a little while when
2: we were, when there, was, there had been some times when we were trying to book a Jen Kirkman. And mm-hmm. you That's when you were busy working all the time. You were working crazy hours. You were doing your stand-ups and your writing all at once and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a delight to have you back I'm on the glad program. I
3: had, I'm glad we worked it out.
2: Very happy to have Jen Kirkman here. Um, Jordan, uh, I was wondering if you had any cool like t- discussion points about members of the band Faces.
0: I do. Uh how about Oh a Rod Stewart story? Wait, Rod Stewart? I know. If you're gonna have the a story member. about a guy from Faces, yeah. You want it to be God, Stewart. I really wish I knew the name of the drummer from the faces. Wouldn't that be cool? Like Love Faces. I'm he like, says. I think it's just faces. Is it just faces? just faces? I think it's just faces. Okay. Anyways, I'm thinking of the small faces. Oh Anyways, small faces. I'm sorry. Uh Okay,
2: here's... We something. can... Look, let me say this. We can all agree that his greatest work is on the Great American Songbook. <laughs>
0: sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, when when Rod, Rod Stewart sings Fly Me to the Moon.
1: Oh. Is Fly Me
0: to the Moon part of the Great American Songbook, or is that a show tune?
2: I think that's part of the Great yeah. American Songbook. I put it in there.
0: It's okay. Frank Sinatra Look, team. I'm
2: not the editor of the book, but... No. Yeah.
0: Huh. Anyways. Uh, okay, so uh, here's this. Uh, this is a baffling situation that I still have not been able to wrap my head around. Oh, Maybe never. you guys can offer some theories. This is kind of a s- similar, a similar uh, kind of mental conundrum to are you ready for the madness? Just one of those things that I can't figure out.
2: By the way, later on in the program, we will have a telephone call addressing the issue of are you ready for the okay. madness. Jen
0: will explain this later. Okay. Uh, so for my job... Uh, I went to do some funny TV reporting at a um, Civil War reenactment, Sure. which was very, very fun, by the way. And I, I, my, I had some predisposed predispositions about the Civil War reenactment that were not true. I expected it was to be all kind of fat racists, <laughs> uh, but it was actually very nice, like dads who just cared about history, and it was a family event, and uh, uh, children of all races were there. Uh, enjoying themselves. That's uh, good to hear. And also, uh, they had a celebrity. Um, uh, they had a celebrity reenactor, Bruce Boxleichner. Wow! Wow! Who's I that? Uh, I have no idea. From Who? Tron, the original Tron. Oh, yeah, excellent. Anyways, uh, rupture a thunderous applause when uh, when his name was announced. Is this a thing? Leichner? This is something. Bruce Boxleitner, right? Am I saying? Lightner. That? Light- I feel Think. like there
2: was an episode of This American Life uh, where they explained <laughs> that. Uh, People who are not scrupulous about their Civil War reenacting are known as FARBS Mm. because it's short for far be it from me, as in far be it from me to not wear a wristwatch or presume that they weren't wearing a wristwatch just because it was the Civil War.
3: So that would be the attitude of a farb. So, yeah. far, be it from me to not think yeah. they didn't have cell phones. Yeah, it's So like crazy. the and serious I people be eating
0: a churro while I do this. <laughs> the
2: serious people call the churro eaters farbs. Yeah,
0: I mean, and this was a very. I mean, I imagine this was a very far B event. There were like fair vendors. Was set this up. here in Southern California? This was in. It wasn't Southern California, but it was in. Um, was it
2: on an actual Civil War battlefield? Uh,
0: no, no, no. It Was uh? Because I
3: feel in... like the ones on the East Coast, you might run into the racism unless I've... you're going to a Northern one. Where they're celebrating the victory oh sure won by yeah, the... yeah
2: when i was in richmond virginia i felt like i was becoming racist just reading certain plaques
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure um but anyways but so all all day whilst interviewing people this was kind of the chatter do you know rod stewart's here do you know rod stewart's here everybody was saying it and like have you seen like it asked us like have you seen rod stewart yet or is he with you guys um, and this is an, I should say where this is because it maybe helps the story. Uh, I wish I could remember, but it is somewhere super, super inland. Um,
3: In California. Yeah,
0: not riverside, but like riverside adjacent. Like
2: okay. a San Berdo?
0: Yeah, like San, it's, you know, very farmy, uh, super, you know, Rancho, on your way On the way to Vegas. Rancho on the way to Cucamonga. Vegas. Yeah, one Ranch of my Kuk. favorite
3: places. Ranch
0: Absolutely. Uh, there's a Sonic out there. Um, so, anyways, but, you know, the. Quite a ways away from LA, uh, away from you know urban life. Uh, so anyway, people want Rod Stewart's hair, Rod Stewart's hair. Have you seen him? And then we see a guy with Rod Stewart hair, <laughs> <laughs> and bears a resemblance to Rod Stewart. Okay. And he has he is traveling with no one except for a little boy. He has a little boy, and the little boy has like. An armload of fair stuff that he had been bought. Sounds it's like, like a the cotton "Forever candy Young" video and a balloon. Already. I have not seen it. And it's you can't- him
3: at a fairgrounds with a young boy sitting in the back of a hayride. Oh wow! Singing to him that.
0: Yeah, this is Forever Young. <laughs> probably eerily similar. Yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so um. Uh, and we kind of hear him talking, and he's he has a kind of a British accent. And people are coming up to him, and he's doing a lot of pictures, and he's signing autographs. And we've kind of got our eye on him. We're like, "What's this? What's Rod Stewart up to?" So people are coming up to him, chatting him up, and he's got this boy with him in tow, with you know a balloon and a pinwheel, and you know, fair stuff. <laughs> uh, he's running around a maypole. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, and but we're but we're like, that's not fucking Rod Stewart. We're like, something stinks. How many? People does Rod Stewart travel with? You know, he would he be here alone? Would he be here at all? Why is Rod Stewart in this? Why has he come to this? Maybe he's yeah. just a big Civil War buff. Like, so many questions.
2: Let me ask you this. Did you try this? Did you try just talking about... Something loudly and interspersing Cole Porter,
0: yeah, and see if to he randomly some, mumble broke into mumble song. mumble.
2: Cole? Cole Porter. See if he whips his head around.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now
3: wait, let me ask you, what was he wearing?
0: He was wearing, uh, he was wearing designer jeans. Uh-huh. I think they were bejeweled. Uh, wow.
2: How about this? You could have taken a like a page from the sort of like uh, from the seduction community and used as an icebreaker. Hey, let me ask you your opinion. George or Ira Gershwin.
0: <laughs> uh, he was wearing a T-shirt that was tucked into the jeans mm. and uh, shoes with heels on them. Okay, pretty a pretty high heel.
3: I'm convinced this is him already.
0: Here, okay. This sounds then, like
2: this, so this sounds like the Rod Stewart I know.
0: So there's
3: this, you know,
0: back and forth in our group. Is this him? No, it's not. If I think it is. I recognize him. No fucking way. Why is he here? Like. And then uh, the other correspondent I was doing this with was a uh, I wish I and I wish I could take credit for this brave display that I'm about to describe, but this is not this is a uh, Brandon Johnson, a very funny guy from the uh, UCB out here. Yes. Um,
3: I, I he's love like
0: him. I'm I'm just gonna go ask him, and he, so he gets a microphone and he gets one of the cameras. He's like I'm just gonna go pretend like I'm gonna interview him. So we have a camera crew and he has a mic, and he runs up and he just sidles up next to the guy and he's like. I'm here at the Civil War enacting with Rod Stewart. Here with Rod Stewart. And says it very clearly. (laughs) I'm here with Rod Stewart. And like says it a comical amount of (laughs) times. He's like, Rod Stewart, are you having a good time? And he's like, I'm having a great time. This is the best event I've been to all year. I suggest, And looks into the camera. I suggest everyone come out here and experience this event next year because we're having a blast. And he's like, thank you, Rod Stewart. <laughs> Wait, there's like, no
3: way that was Rod
0: Stewart. And he's like, it's been my pleasure.
2: I want to guess where this is going. Okay, I'm guessing that it turned out that it was the British guy from the infomercials. But that's just yes, based it on was. the voice. Yes,
0: it was the besweatered infomercial yeah. guy uh, who was the subject of comedy sketches in 1994. Yeah. Uh, maybe Jim Carrey played him on In Living Color. Sure. Some point. Um, 1994?
2: Yeah. anyway. Yeah, well, maybe 97. Yeah, all
0: right. Um, uh, so anyway, so at so this is driving us nuts. Uh, so at afterwards we were at dinner, we all Google imaged Rod Stewart We don't think it's him. Also, Rod Stewart tour date in Vegas that night. So (laughs)
3: But it's on the way to Vegas. It is on the way
0: to Vegas. It is on the way to Vegas. But so here's the thing. The consensus in the group, not Rod Stewart, too short, too fat, weird mole. Maybe these are the things Where's the mole?
3: uh,
2: On his face. That's very distinctive.
3: Then that does Rod Stewart have a weird mole? I think he does.
2: Does Stu have a mole?
3: (laughs) Just you.
2: oh you know what i think
3: he does
2: i'm thinking of former oakland days pitcher dave stewart okay who would this be? whole time i had i had a sort of intimidating black guy with a mousy voice in my oh, mind yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> who sings tonight's the night <laughs> he also covered that yeah wait that i think that could be him well hold on if
0: it's not though let's say that it's not okay what the f- i mean i get someone pretending to be rod stewart to get laid at a civil war reenactment What's he doing with this boy? What's the story with this boy? Does he have to sit there while his dad lies about being a famous musician? Well,
3: the thing I find so frustrating about what Brandon did, and I think he's a great guy. Sure. But he didn't go ask him, are you Rod Stewart? (laughs) He just kept declaring.
0: But the guy has been saying he's Rod Stewart all day and said he was Rod Stewart on camera. So he's clearly Wait, did he say I'm Rod Stewart
2: or did he <laughs> no, just no, not no. correct he, the other guy yeah. who said I'm here no, with no, Rod you're Stewart? Right,
0: you're right. He did not say he did not say me, Rod Stewart, the famous one. <laughs> well Is it possible that it's a different guy named Rod
2: Stewart? Is it
3: a Rod Stewart impersonator who's there for Yeah, I maybe, I, maybe there's another unknown?
0: maybe there's there another could be, convention or another What
2: if there's a faces cover band playing that night at the fair?
3: I don't know who this boy is
0: though. But that's the thing is is this boy a hostage. Like does, <laughs> is this a kidnapped
3: a boy and if he's actually if he's kidnapped think- it's a pretty sweet life. He's not like a Dugar living oh, in a tent.
2: Do <laughs> sure. you th- are you suggesting Jordan that what happened is this kid's playing at the park. This guy <laughs> drives up in a van, opens the passenger door and says, "Hey, I'm Rod Stewart. Get in." <laughs> yeah. And the kid's like, "The Rod Stewart <laughs> are from you Faces?"
0: Sure? Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess if you are going to be a kidnapped boy, it's nice that you're not in some sort of weird Saw situation, but you're yeah. like going to cultural events. Getting like...
3: your picture taken. Sure. But I also think it's so weirdly similar to the Forever Young video that maybe it's a guy with an obsession with that video.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's just trying to... He
2: just to... lives it each, each and every day.
3: <laughs> he just... Yeah, he takes a little boy to fairgrounds. I, I there's got to be a way to find this out. If you Google Rod Stewart's Civil War reenactment. Jordan,
2: can you get us can you get us like a, some screen captures from the tape?
3: Sure. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And that's maybe some that's maybe
3: the next oh, step oh, in this. sure. Yes. We should
0: post some screen captures and then we'll let the audience decide.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. We'll post some caps. Okay. We'll do some screen caps. Maybe you can gif them out. Yeah. If you can do an animated gif, that would be great. Sure. Sparkle it.
0: Mm-hmm. Add some sparkles. Uh, you're thinking of a 16-year-old Latina's MySpace profile. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're not thinking of an informative GIF.
2: I keep getting confused. Before, yeah, get it was Dave Stewart. And so if you can find footage, we'll compare it to footage of him throwing the no-hitter in 1990.
0: That's that That's baseball a... guy you said earlier. Oh, jeez.
3: I was actually... I have seen Rudd Stewart in person. Okay. Um, well, It was years ago, but... He looked fantastic.
0: Did he have a small boy with him?
3: Yes, he had a small boy and a small girl.
0: Oh, okay.
3: And he was with his hot wife, mm-hmm. and they were uh, at the parking garage underneath Tiffany's. Okay, Tiffany in Beverly Hills, but sure. there was uh, other stuff going on. I don't know why I was there. Actually, I was must have been doing something somewhere in, <laughs> in that same area, and I parked yeah, underground. Do. Yeah, yeah. I think I used to have a agent in that area or something. I was using the parking garage. And so his hot wife and his kid was were there. Was your agent
2: just a clerk at Tiffany?
3: <laughs> well, uh, no, I think she did, had a... Did you
2: call her your agent because she, she got a 15% commission when you bought something at Tiffany? She was
3: behind the counter, but she got she got me some auditions. She
0: did. <laughs> For Tiffany's commercials. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but um, yeah, I was there and his wife was there and then they got into this beautiful convertible Bentley And it was just like, he was dressed amazing in like a white suit, just like he would be on stage. And they all hopped in the car and I was behind them the whole way. And they stopped at this movie theater on Wilshire in Beverly Hills, parked right outside, got out of the car, didn't put the top back up, and just walked right into the movies. Devil may care. Just Yeah, just like, I don't know, someone might jump in and hotwire this, but I don't care. I got 10 of them. Look,
2: (laughs) if I know one thing about Rod Stewart, if he's going to do it some way... He's going to do it his way, a.k.a. my (laughs) way. (laughs) You know, from the Great American Songbook. Sure.
3: Why did he cover these classics? He's on like volume six at this point. It doesn't sound good. Because he sold a lot of records. I know. I love his voice, but not singing the
1: classics.
0: Yeah, I feel like when you, like a classic song, like Mm a Fly Me to the Moon or a My Way, I feel like those are fun to listen to because of like, the arrangement and the quality of the recording that was old. I feel like when you, uh, when you, when you update them with modern technology and musical trends, and you think a that voice, your
2: like, complaint is that the Rod Stewart recordings are insufficiently tinny. Yes, exactly. Well,
3: I was more thinking he sounds like he has a throat cancer. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> And, and sure. he's just
3: like at this point.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fair.
3: No offense.
0: No.
2: You're to gonna Mr. Get, Stewart. you going to get us some
0: screen caps? I'll get you some screen caps. And Any then, gif?
2: Yeah? Any gif? That's what I call an animated gif. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'll or see. I mean,
0: someone's going to have to do all that for me, so I'll just see if they're willing I to I think do. it
3: was Stewart, because he does have a mole on his face.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out. Oh, and is Rod Stewart the kind of guy who travels with an entourage? Jen, you said maybe you saw him sans entourage. I
3: saw him just with his family.
0: Okay, so... Maybe he points doesn't. for him just going on a solo excursion with one child who may be his son.
3: And maybe his entourage is someone he meets up with later. They get on the private jet and he's got his people there, but maybe he needed some time alone with his son. Okay. Jordan,
2: let's assume mm. that it was Rod Stewart. Okay. Let's assume that the child was kidnapped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's take a little from here, a little from here.
2: Would you say that then Rod Stewart had gone too far?
3: Yeah, no, it's not for me to say. I write for People Magazine, so I have to be very neutral (laughs) about this.
0: Has Rod Stewart
2: has
3: Rod Stewart gone too far with
0: child kidnapping?
2: (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Jen Kirkman, today's guest.
2: Jen, I feel like I I have barely seen you since you were married a year ago. And yeah. I want to wish you congratulations. Thank you. Now, you have... You're, you're a lady who's interested in, in being married to your husband, sharing a life...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am interested in that. You should have stopped sharing, that sentence.
2: Sharing a life together... Uh, without children, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but you're also not against children. Am their, I correct in, in remembering this? No, you you li- It's not that you you don't want to not not want to have children because you don't like children.
3: True. Although I would say yes, that's not the reason. But I can't say I'm terribly good with them or that interested for too long. If that okay. makes any sense.
2: But you But they're sweet. I mean, kids are cool. They're nice. They're nice little guys. And ladies.
3: Yes, the, I'm neutral. Like there's something cool about kids, but I, I, more often than not, just don't even um, notice them. I w- I wouldn't
2: say that that's my own wife's position on uh-huh. this, and it's fine. I'm happy with it. I will. I'm looking forward to having children myself. Uh, my wife out of your pee hole. Yeah. <laughs> my wife has. Um, my wife has continued to just gear up and just to second gear, third gear, fourth gear in this children thing. To the point where um, to the point where because we don't have any children right now mm-hmm. uh, we' just got a second dog.
3: I was actually when she introduced the second dog, I thought that was very maternal. We need a second dog because I don't have any pets and don't want any. And I was wondering if that was gearing up for children, or if it was instead of, or if it's neither related, because I guess sometimes... To
2: be, to be honest, our first dog was probably gearing up for children, okay. to be fair. To be perfectly fair, our first dog was gearing up for children.
3: Right. That, that was, dog
0: did wear a lot of little jumpers.
2: Yeah, and she, hey, I still make her wear them from time to time. Sure. Uh, when it's raining, she doesn't like to be wet. Um, oh,
0: I've, you know, when I made that remark, I forgot that you do buy clothes for the dog.
2: I occasionally will I expected put some clothes that on to be
0: dog. like a hilarious. <laughs> of course, no one would dress up their dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, well, put, it, it, I'll put some it's clothes raining. on the dog it's if it's raining sure. outside, and you order it from a or cute Or if it's
2: really panel. cold, sure. because otherwise she'll just start shivering. Sure. It's really.
0: I understand. There's a practical application. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. but I think the fact that that a child has not yet been given to us by God Mm -hmm. was there was just no way around getting a second dog this time. Gotcha. Like the first time it was kind of like, well, should we have kids right now? We're not sure. We were sort of financially unstable, sort of like, well, you know, we can wait a little bit. And Teresa, my my wife is perfectly reasonable about this. Yeah. I don't want to make that clear, but she's also (laughs) (laughs) self-aware of this powerful driving force within her. Uh Uh-huh. to that it wants a baby right now right got now right oh, now
3: okay so she's got the fever
2: a oh a thousand times over got and and it. You feel i feel she, see might, it she it might, might
0: gain one through nefarious ways like uh maybe altering a condom or something like that maybe stealing your semen hey like in i the said night.
2: i'm on i'm on board for this although i will say that's how i was conceived my mother mm-hmm. uh, took out her Norplant with a, and didn't tell my dad.
3: Mm. Ah, but it wasn't. Uh, but the but you said she's neutral on children, but it seems like she's not.
2: No, you said you're neutral. on Oh, children. I thought
3: you said my wife has the same position. No, no.
2: my my wife is uh, my wife is in the in a similar place in her life. Like I I wasn't certain that we should have a second dog. Like I was, we we love our dog Coco, and I was like, do we need to have another dog? Does it make our lives more difficult? You know, like. Uh, and i i realized i had this moment of realization i i shouldn't stand in the way of this there's no i have nothing to gain from standing in the way of this
3: of the second dog yeah, yeah. and my
2: wife will my wife will say i my, my wife is very clear-headed mm-hmm. about the changes going on inside of her right She's not. She's not trying to. She's never tried to trick me into doing anything. And she ever. knows she she's an dying upstanding to take care citizen. Of. She knows she needs some more shit to take care of. Yeah. Right now. I love it. She and the other only other option would be if I got in some kind of horrible accident. And I needed oh, someone yeah, to sponge bathe me. me, sponge me in that well, complaint.
3: if you ever have trouble conceiving, <laughs> that's what you'll have to do for her. I know. And it's, <laughs> and it's for her. Do you think you I would just cheese. get an
0: intentional car accident? Would you jump off the balcony?
2: How <laughs> I mean, would you I mean, you could look into yourself?
3: adopting or drugs, but no, you should probably just yeah, yeah, get hit by regulation. a car.
2: <laughs> you know, my dad was friends with uh, uh, the guy upon whom the uh, movie Born on the Fourth of July was based. Tom and I feel he yeah. has friends with Tom Cruise. And I feel like uh, I feel like if you're gonna get an intentional accident, you should do it for a cause so you can take credit for it.
3: Right? Yeah. Well, maybe you should do some kind of like environmental, like bombing an SUV. I don't know and getting about that kind close. of
2: Julia Butterfly shit. <laughs>
3: Oh, then wait, who's Julia Butterfly?
2: She's a lady famous for living in trees. Maybe okay. she's only famous in San Francisco. What? Well, you
3: could do like a art, like a man on wire thing, and like walk a tightrope for some kind of. Political I don't think reason. I could do
2: that. I don't think I could do that. That's beyond my capabilities.
3: Then maybe just have. Like a tea party, or shoot you in the leg. What if I put on? <laughs> I don't know what like, cause. See that these would be guys part. are assholes. <laughs> yeah.
2: What if I? What if I put they on like a cute, leg. some cute little kind of like nineteenth century lingerie and got kidnapped by uh, by a guy with a handlebar mustache and he tied me to the tracks. Are no. we getting too much into my like dreams <laughs> I I was going to
3: say that's weird. My yeah. personal uh,
0: yeah, sounds like but that But you would won't get really... rescued
3: in the, at the last minute always before the train comes. Did yeah. any of those damsels ever hit by stay the train. in distress? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: I uh, guess I would probably Yeah, I mean it seems rescued. like like every 10th movie, every 10th silent adventure movie, they would let the damsel get hit by the train just so you know it's a possibility Right. <laughs> like going into the next one.
3: Or yeah. Rod Stewart would come and save you and then take you. And it was sure. particularly Fair.
2: intense because at the time people still had a hard time telling the difference between a film and real life. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> no, you know the people would scream when Every the train came towards shot the, the camera. Gun
0: at the camera.
3: Wait, how old's your wife, if I might ask a personal? My wife's question.
2: twenty-nine years old. Oh, so My wife she's... and I are both twenty-nine years old. Oh,
3: okay. So she. Re- I never had that at but twenty-nine. The... At thirty-six, I have none.
2: But here's the thing. I, what I wonder about it is, my wife and I have been. First of all, my wife has never hidden this interest. Right. And I've never been opposed to it. I don't want to be. So sound like I'm I'm opposed to it because I'm all for it. You
3: seem all for it.
2: I totally want to have kids. I want to take care of them and, you know, they can suckle at my teeth in the whole nine yards. I
3: want to take care of
0: uh, them. That's not something that'll be happening. No. Okay. Well, anyway, it whatever it
2: is that kids do, I want them to do it.
3: They suck your balls.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Right. They suck the life-giving sweat.
3: Yeah, they just suck the life out of you. <laughs> the
0: nutrient-rich sweat um, so, off your vitamin balls.
2: But my wife and I have been together since we were 17. Right, And so by the, time, by the time I asked her to marry me, I, we were, we'd been together almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, and at this point, I feel like she has sort of deferred to me in terms of having babies and law school and these kinds of things. She's, she's been nice about putting these things off. Right. And then we got to dog about two and a half years ago. It was like, okay, well, we're going to get a dog, something to take care of. It wasn't like, it wasn't, I want to be clear, it wasn't like the kind of couple where it's like, we have to try this out to see if we can do it. Totally. It was, if we're not going to have a baby right now, we better get a dog. Totally. Um, and because we knew we were on board for it. And the second dog is like, hey, listen, there's no babies here yet. So uh, we got to do something to up the ante.
3: Right. <laughs> I I know exactly what you're saying, and sometimes you do have to. It's like one person I don't mean more passionate about something than the other, but one person has a fever uh-huh. more than the other, and that has to be met. And sometimes you don't negotiate. Should we? Shouldn't we? It's just like I'm getting a second dog.
2: Yeah, but I don't yeah. think there's I don't think there's a boy. I don't think it's something that happens to a boy where they get a fever to do this. I think the maybe the equivalent is uh, uh, the the craziness that guys go through when they reach middle age i think there's there's crazy changes that happens to happen to dudes in middle age that lead them to buy porsches
3: yes i yeah it's i'm trying to think of all the friends i have that have kids i'm closer to the wives uh-huh in terms of even if i'm closer with the guy because i know him through stand up or something like in a way I'm closer with the wives in a way because they will talk about their feelings more. And it always seems like the baby was something they decided on together. But obviously, since the woman has it, she's going to also have that urge to do it. Where the guy is just like, yeah
2: that's the thing like i've uh, like honestly as some i think probably compared to other any other dude in the world i'm about i'm probably 85th or 90th percentile in terms of wanting to have kids right like i've always wanted to have kids i think it's going to be great like i had much younger siblings that i took care of a lot and always loved doing that and i would love to have kids and uh at this but there's no doubt that about who's driving the baby train
3: it's funny though, because since I've never lived or dated a lady, yeah, I don't know what it's like, because yeah. a couple guys I know actually have expressed the urge, but it's not an urge. It's like, I want to take care of something. I want to procreate like... It is a little different. I feel like the ladies do kind of drive the train on that, especially depending on their age. Like, we got to do this now. Blah 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 blah.
2: We got to teach That is
3: hard. Yeah. But then again, I I get, was talking to Neil the other night. I Look, I could
2: always home. I could always divorce my wife and marry a much younger woman. Exactly. Well, Twenty nine
3: is young. But yeah. I always say to my husband, I guess not sir. young
2: enough for me. <laughs>
0: I mean, you're in one of those glamour, uh, glamour businesses. Public yeah, public radio. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean, you know, you've got you well, got you got 22 year old Trim knocking your door down. Trim, mm-hmm.
3: as Tom Lycus, radio host, like yourself, <laughs> used to say, my next girlfriend hasn't even been born yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ow. Ow.
3: But I get a little judgmental, and this is me being judgy, judger. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> judgy, judger. Which, what do
2: you judge?
3: Well, not you guys, but we got plenty of people on planet Earth. Right. Unless you have the urge and are young, do not have a kid. If that makes sense. Like, I you're know you're
2: like, don't force the issue. I know
3: 38, 39 year olds like, well, I don't know if I do, but I better do it now because I won't be able to get pregnant. You know what? You didn't do it. Don't do it. Hmm. And if you change your mind, for the love of God, please adopt someone who is, you know what I mean? I know that's a hard line to take because it's not hey, my business.
2: Very reasonable, though.
3: But I I can't stand these people with the fertility drugs at 40. Here's the thing. Here's the
2: thing. I'm 29 years old. My wife's 29 years old. Um, If a baby, if God doesn't give us a baby.
3: Which is how it's Which is how it works, as I understand. Mm -hmm. God reaches into my wife's
2: womb and places a baby in there. (laughs) Gets all up in there. Um, Jesse, babe. that's
0: not how it's done. He puts her into a trance. Right. She zombies out to the cabbage patch. Okay. She shits inside a cabbage. What? Uh-huh. Nine months later, the stork barfs up a baby.
3: <laughs> and then you go, you whore. I didn't get you pregnant. Just like in the Bible. That's always right. my favorite part of Christmas when Joseph calls her a whore. Sure. And she's like, I didn't what? sleep what? with she anyone. Says, what? What? She's like, a whore. I'm not a whore. (laughs) So if you don't have a baby, you'll adopt me? If I don't have a
2: baby, but I don't know. I don't know if I have what, because I agree with you that if, that if God doesn't give us a child, we should adopt a child. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I have the strength not to take $25,000 down to the doctor to put a baby inside my wife.
3: You don't know if you have the strength... Doctors to- are the
2: new gods if you give them $25,000. <laughs> oh, I
3: see. You don't know if you have the strength not to do that. My wife has right.
2: My wife has two uh, good friends uh, who are married together. They're both ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, th- doesn't
3: make sense, but okay. <laughs>
2: well, it doesn't make moral sense, certainly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but there are two ladies that are married to each other and uh, they're our, our age. They're also 29. Uh, locked into baby fever. Totally. Um, and they... They could adopt. It's complicated, you know. It's difficult. Uh, they bought uh, like ten thousand dollars worth of sperms mm-hmm. from a sperm bank.
0: Jeez, ten thousand bucks was it from Rod Stewart himself? <laughs> <laughs> it
3: cost like
0: it costs like, that load.
3: It was like, all the semen they pumped out of his stomach. Hey. Boom. Old joke. God.
2: Each <laughs> each load costs like three thousand dollars, and you have to buy enough what to make sure that it takes now and they're not even like rich people or anything yeah but they've they're two ladies they
0: both have the baby urge how are their unplanned pregnancies like if it's complicated
3: <laughs> it's like how does that happen i don't know i it's think people like such an
2: ordeal are fertile i think people rely upon the fact that it's so complicated which is not a good thing to rely upon. Right, because it's not always... Oh, well, no,
3: I have some lesbian friends who did the same thing or something similar, and they have a baby of their own making. And I realize I just threw down a gauntlet, like, this is what people should do. You don't see me adopting a baby. Yeah. I'm not doing anything for anybody. You don't so even have a dog. I don't even have anything to I saved this.
2: Of. I saved this dog from the incinerator at the pound. Oh, I don't...
3: I wouldn't even do that. So, yeah. like, I shouldn't speak, and then I know the emails will come in. If you could in. kill a dog expensive. yourself, you would. <laughs> I, well, I couldn't kill it, but I might. Look you're, the not other strong,
2: way. you're not strong only because you're not
3: strong enough. Not strong enough. But you're gonna get emails. Tell Jen it's just as expensive to adopt, and it's about. I know it's all difficult. People should do what they want to do. I'm just being. Uh, I just have a weird. Soapbox about being forty and taking fertility drugs
2: i also I also want to make clear you don't want another octo mom situation. exactly. Has I, she gone too far? <laughs> i I also want to make clear that uh, I'm not against any of the things I've described. Uh, in fact, I'm for them. I'm for having a kid. I, uh-huh. my wife is amazingly self-aware about all this stuff. i just I just marvel at it. It's just amazing to witness
3: the actual like, DNA like, biology.
0: I'm saying I feel like my problems are piddly. Like,
2: I'm
3: just
0: wondering whether a guy I saw was Rod Stewart.
3: No, these, I have the same problems. Okay. I, well, except I don't wonder because I did see Rod Stewart.
0: Yeah. But if so, I mean, you're you're good with that. Yeah,
3: so I'm, you know. you saying you don't need to have a baby. I'm on a higher plane, sure. you know. No, but. If
2: Jordan a- had a baby, it would only to see if when it grew up, it turned out to be Rod <laughs> or Stewart. Just, or it would be
3: kidnapped by Rods. Stewart. <laughs> now, this is not my events. plea. This is not why I'm not having kids. I just seriously, it's like if you say to someone, just be Chinese, be Chinese. And you're like, I can't, I'm not. I just do not. Well, you, care. Just,
0: you just
2: put your no, fingers in the do, No, this is
3: very racist. Sure, Sorry. Racy and I don't, hey, Jen, I don't agree.
0: <laughs> just watch your Coke. That Coke that you have, watch it because Oh! Jesse played joke. I know what he'll do in it. I know he'll pee pee He played joke. <laughs> uh,
3: but what? This, so, this is not why, and I don't want the emails coming. I don't know why I think these emails are coming. <laughs> But this is not why I don't have kids, but I'm asking someone with kids because this is what would scare me if I had kids. What about the world and like Social Security? These crazy Republicans are going to undo it. And Sarah Palin, what if she was president? And what if the environment's so bad that your kid is going to not live past 50 because of all the. Like, does that scare you how you will talk to them about what this crazy place is? I'll tell you,
2: (laughs) I'll tell you, I'll tell you what scares me. I, with the help of my wife, have the power to create life. <laughs> that's Holy where you stop.
3: shit. But that's where you stop?
2: I have, look, I have that power.
3: We all do. If
2: I didn't use it, I'd feel like a real dick. I'd be like, come on, I have the power to create life and I didn't create
3: any? I don't get it. I don't have that I'd feeling. be
2: disappointed in myself. It's eh. basically, it's clearly the best thing I'm capable of doing.
3: But then how do you d- explain what to else them can why I do? Sarah Palin's I pro- president? I'm a
2: podcast producer.
3: <laughs> no, but I mean, once you have it, like, are you afraid of them? It's like those inner not- city
2: teens.
3: How do you explain- That are so
2: sad because they because their fathers are crack dealers and everything, and they just want to create life. This How do you is...
0: explain to your child the future TV network <laughs> that's women getting kicked in their breasts? <laughs> that's going to be a network in the oh, future. Oh, WKIB? Yes. Sir. <laughs> women kicked in breasts. <laughs> Jesse, that's going to be a whole network <laughs> in the future. How are you going to explain it's that to It's just like child?
3: idiocracy, where the number one movie was a g- Ouch, butt farting.
0: Oh, or a butt farting. The
3: number one TV show. I get Ash so mad when people say they don't like that movie. It got bad at the end. I thought it was great all the way through. Maybe yeah. there's like problems with movie. It's I a laughed. little bit boring to me. It's, like, it's hard. Well, so it's, does Office Space at the end to me.
2: Yeah, yeah Office Space is definitely no, part of the boring. course
0: for a Mike, Mike Judge movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I know. I I feel like it's it's it, it it's hard to watch because it's sa- I feel like it makes me sad. It makes me go,
3: it's a little too not that far off.
0: Yeah, but I I do agree that it it gets a bad rap for not being of a consistent quality. Anyways.
3: How will you explain that to your kid?
0: Why some people unfairly (laughs) criticize certain Luke Wilson movies. (laughs)
2: Luke, you know why people unfairly criticize Luke Wilson? Oh, that guy's great. Oh, this
0: is one of your, this is one of he, Jesse's classic he, jags. He
3: got a lot of flack for gaining weight during those cell phone ads. I'm like, let hey, people let a brother weight. live. Yeah, still,
0: still looks great. He is literally a brother
2: too. He's Owen Wilson and Andrew Wilson's brother. There you go.
3: <laughs> Andrew Wilson, not not getting much credit except for finding Luke Wilson or Owen the day he tried to kill himself.
2: Yeah. So hey. He was, I like all those Wilsons.
3: They're all, Give they're me all any God's of the children. I'm excited
2: <laughs> about the return of Owen Wilson. I've seen him in a movie uh, preview for a James L. Brooks movie. I'll even watch a James L. Brooks movie because I miss Owen so much.
3: I'll watch that movie. I know that he... It's listened. a date. Some blonde lady in him and... and something Reese, Paul
2: Rudd's in there. Reese Witherspoon. That's Reese Witherspoon? It's totally Reese Witherspoon. She looks Witherspoon. different. She looks... Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> I'm just glad they're happy.
3: Oh, I have a Reese Witherspoon store. Oh, I don't want to tell it. Okay, okay. don't
2: tell is it because we're is it we... good?
3: No.
0: Okay.
2: Let's let's take a break. It's Jordan Jesse go. We'll be back in just a second. Love you, love you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: And Jen Kirkman, guest.
2: It's great to have you here, Jen. Thank you. The Jen Kirkman, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. You got a new record coming out pretty soon, right?
3: Yeah! Well, I haven't recorded it yet. I'm recording a new comedy record December 11th at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. Here in
2: Los Angeles. Hopefully folks will be there to uh, come and enjoy the great stand-up comedies.
3: I hope. I'm doing (laughs) one show, and that's my only shot, so...
2: It's your only shot. Mm-hmm. If you fuck it up, what happens if you fuck it up? I don't know. I guess we'll keep falls it on apart? the album.
3: I like it that way, kind of. Do you like, think what am I going to fuck up? Do you think everything falls
2: apart if, it, if you fuck it up?
3: Everything? Like, the Grand Canyon will start imploding and hmm. skies falling? No. I mean, what's Laser the worst the that the White could House, happen? that kind of thing? <laughs> I'm just saying ladies are in the White Laser. House?
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that Winter. would fuck shit up. Women is in the White House. <laughs> Men are marrying dogs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't. Th- I mean, what's the worst that could happen? is I stumble over a word and mess up a punchline, I would probably say to the audience, "Let me take that again." My husband says, "Don't do that; it, the energy gets weird." But I feel like for this, it would be okay.
2: Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Hey, listen, we got some telephone calls uh, to play here. Let's let's start with some uh, momentous occasion, shall we?
1: Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. This is Lindsay. With Max Fun's David, and we have a momentous occasion. We actually just got married today. Yay! So we just wanted to share it with all of you guys, and hopefully, we will see you at the next Max FunCon. All right, bye.
0: Their first Max Fun Con as man and wife.
3: She sounded a little drunk. <laughs> yeah. well, she gotta yeah, be, you know,
0: wedding yeah. reception and everything. You
2: gotta figure that. You gotta figure that Max Fun David talked her into making the call. He <laughs> yeah, had to get her, get her a little. He, right, he dialed yeah.
0: for her, just held the phone up to her head. She
2: got a few, got a few champagnes in her before they, uh, before they made that telephone call.
0: A lot of wedding talk lately.
2: I on
3: know. The show.
2: Yeah. Con- hey, congratulations to them. Sincerely, Absolutely. congratulations. Sure.
3: You like, be you like being married. Yeah, it's no. I mean, we've been. T- you were together with your for boyfriend while. for a long time mm-hmm. before
2: the two of you got married. Yeah. What was that? What made you? What made you decide to get married? It was for the kids.
3: It was so that we could not have kids uh-huh. legally uh-huh. instead sure. of in sin. Sure. Um. I don't know. I just think that as long as it's still a thing that's done, that has legal ramifications, it made sense. That's unromantic as that sounds. We wanted to be together forever.
2: It's a nice thing to do, though, right? But it's
3: also like you know what. It's a way to, I had the pleasure of interviewing Gloria Steinem when I was in
1: college. <laughs> For
2: some reason, I thought you were <laughs> going to
1: say, Gloria I had the pleasure Stefan. of interviewing Gloria and Stefan. And then my, the Miami <laughs> sound machine, yes, we know.
3: Uh, no, and she, I remember she, Gloria
0: she, Stefan taught me a lot about love.
3: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, after the rhythm gets you, sure. love will get you. Uh, no, Gloria Steinem said Which rhythm?
2: Day or
0: night?
3: <laughs> all Conga rhythm. There's no. Okay, there's no sure. day or night. It's yeah, all, it all one.
0: Blurs together.
3: Gl- uh, Gloria Sandem said uh, that it is like childish to think of it as a feminist thing to not get married because you're really saying you respect yourself enough to make a commitment and have someone make that commitment to you and care for you um, and be responsible for each other. And there is a level of responsibility that is different than not being married because you have this legal bond and you have to financially take care of someone or not. You can still do all that without being married.
2: And Jordan, uh, uh, that's why it's so important. I agree with you completely, Jen. That's why it's so important that you keep an eye on that guest book in Nebraska. Yes. And if you don't look at, if you don't keep one eye on that guest yeah. book, anybody could sign it. It Could ruin the whole lot. Jordan got invited to watch the guest book at a wedding in Nebraska. I'm going to be <laughs> conducting a, ma- um, a wedding in December.
3: Wait to make sure that no one signed it that it was there wasn't nobody invited? that wasn't oh, like
2: the, a guest who of the wedding, like write
0: a dirty slogan or something. Or just write
2: a gross limerick. I've sure. <laughs> never was a man from opened Nantucket, our guest that kind of thing.
3: Oh, I've never opened. Our our guest book. I don't know what it says. Well,
2: let's take another. Let's take another telephone call.
1: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Go, this is Chris from Morgan Health uh, Pretty awesome, momentous occasion for you guys. Um, yesterday, I got my car to run for like 20 minutes or so. Um, it's a, I guess, 70s British roadster that sat for at least uh, 30 years or so. Um, so it was, it was pretty awesome, and it totally sounds great. Um, And then it overheated, so we had to turn it off. But, uh, yeah, it was totally exciting. So, thanks. Love the show. Bye.
2: 20 minutes? That's what you got out of this thing? 20 minutes? Now, look. I'm the last person to put down a gentleman driving an MG. Yeah. I'm guessing he's driving an MG.
3: British Roadster? It sounds like it.
2: It could could be. I mean, there are other options, but I'm going to go MG. Uh, That's great. Very cool car. Great car. Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes, though. Even for an MG, that's not that good. So
3: he just has this car and it sits in his yard or something?
2: I think he's been working on it. Oh, okay. Look, I wanted to play this call, I'm going to be honest with you, because I was just excited that we had a person who was calling in a momentous occasion about something kind of... How, how would I describe it? I mean, it is its own kind of nerdy, but... Yeah. It, something that a dude does. Totally. Nobody ever calls in a momentous occasion about their oh, winning, rugby league.
0: Sure, winning at arm wrestling.
2: Yeah,
3: it was very Fonzie-esque. Yeah, that call just like.
2: Now would the Fonzie um, drive an MG? I don't know. Well, <laughs> maybe not.
3: Probably not. But it's also
0: the. He's Fonz, more of an
2: like, Alfa Romeo the kind but of guy. He,
0: <laughs> what did I say? He's not the Fonzie, Jesse. He's the Fonz. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fonzie, <laughs> the Fonz. It's not the Fonzie. Um,
2: Jordan, you remember last week on the program? You talked about something that you had overheard in your in your apartment complex. Yes, um, you should tell Jen oh, what it was. Oh, is this the madness? Yeah.
0: Oh, this was something that said to me. Uh, uh-huh. I, I there's a church on my block where I've always assumed there was AA meetings because there's always just like a weird eclectic group of people hanging around on weeknights. Sure. So I'm like, oh, this is an AA meeting. Yeah. Uh, and I was walking by, and one of the guys looked at me and said, "Hey, welcome to the madness." Because he thought I was coming there, but then I just walked past, <laughs> and so now I'm wondering: is it an AA meeting? Because would he call it the madness? Anyways,
3: I bet it is some kind of a, Ace. some kind of anonymous. Yeah. Area.
0: Oh, I guess there's other kinds of
2: anonymous. Oh, tons. Though. Sex
3: addicts, drug addicts. Sure.
2: We asked people to give us a call and talk about and guess at, as to what the explanation for this was, and we did. Like I thought this was a really solid theory. Okay. Oh,
1: I love it. Hey, Jordan, Jessica, this is Brian from Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. And I think I know what sort of madness was going on on Jordan's block. I think, Jordan, you just walked away too fast. You didn't hear the tag at the end of that sentence. He probably said to you, welcome to the madness of King George. And what he meant was it was a club or some sort of gathering for people who suffer for acute intermittent porphyria, which is what they believe now led to the madness of George III. Pretty sure that's it. All right, bye.
0: Oh well, it's yeah. A good theory. Wow. Now that I hear it, I I feel it makes dumb. Sense. I feel dumb. Yeah. I'm like, duh.
2: Hello, madness sure. of King George, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's
0: like my internet's not working. Just plug it out. Just unplug it and plug it back in again. It's people, one of those
2: Duh moments. People are dropping some insight. Okay, let's let's hear one more.
1: Hi, Jordan Jesse. This is Adam in York, Pennsylvania. Also, hello, guests. I'm guessing Matt Belknap. He seems like he do. <laughs> anyway, I have a quick question for you, possibly some advice. <laughs> I am a married man. I would like nothing more to go to Maximum Fun Con this year. My wife, of course, is not this type of lady, and she probably wouldn't want me going to California by myself for an adult summer camp. So what do you offer as advice for how I might talk her into this uh, little one-man trip? Thanks for your help. Goodbye.
3: Well, he's in luck because there's a lady here that has unique insight into the female brain.
2: Certainly relative to us. Yeah, there's no
0: doubt about yeah, it. What okay. do you think, Jen? How do you how do you get a, a lady to go on to a vacation that she might not normally go on?
3: Well, how how long is Max von Kahn like? Two, Max von Kahn's a
2: weekend. We're talking about a Friday night, a Saturday night.
3: Oh well, then he should make a trip for five days or something. They should stay somewhere romantic in the general area. And while he's going and doing his Max Fun Con crap, then she should be set up with whatever she likes to do. Now, why doesn't she want to go to Max Fun Con? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she does. Maybe he's not giving her a chance.
2: That's the thing that I'm worried about. That's, I'm going to that's be that's honest with you.
3: That's a sign of a, a, that a lot of times in my marriage, the things that will get under my skin is when my husband has assumed what I do and do not like.
2: Do you, would you say you have a rocky marriage? No.
3: <laughs> I'm saying like... Sometimes I'll go, why did you assume I wouldn't like that? Bring it up.
2: I know you don't want to have kids. Is that because you have a rocky marriage?
3: No. (laughs) No.
2: Don't adopt a child into that marriage.
3: (laughs) I don't want to adopt anything. Don't adopt a
2: child into that marriage. Okay, here's number one. I'm borderline offended that he seems to accept as fact that his girlfriend or wife would not, his wife would not like... (laughs) <laughs> neither N- neither of those people, neither the girlfriend, wife. would like this. Because Max FunCon is, it's not a dude thing. There's plenty of women in Max FunCon. I'd say it's roughly 50 50.
3: Well, ne- I think he was hinting more that she's not of the nerdy type. Not that you have to be, but maybe she's some. Uh, some we're high... real about
0: this,
2: Jen. Oh. Jordan,
3: we know. That's okay. Is, maybe she's don't some, she, some highfalutin horseback rider. This is not. Stop buddy. Look. <laughs>
0: This is up that zero. Get with a hero. This <laughs> is not
2: the Jonathan Colton Cruz. No offense to Jonathan Colton and his Cruz. God bless him. I love them both. This is Max Funcon. Jad Abumrod. Is that nerdy? He's from Public Radio. Yes. What could be less nerdy than Public totally. Radio? It's nerdy. Yes. It's
3: just one it's word nerdy. away from public enemy, which is super cool oh, and yeah. badass. No,
2: no, you're right. Andrew WK. He's a rock and roll star. Is that nerdy? Yes. Or is that a rock and roll star? It's nerdy. No, it's not. No, n- it's rock Jordan. and roll. No, Jordan. No, this isn't real big fish we're talking about. Jordan. And that's also. Nervous. When
3: is Max FunCon this year? It's
2: also we're talking about June 10th through 12th.
3: I don't. See, she should come out.
2: It's beautiful. It's in the mountains. It's a romantic setting. There's a lake. Yeah. There's woods. You come out and you stay a couple extra days in Lake Arrowhead. How about
3: that? Exactly. And then you have a romantic time with your lady.
2: You have a beautiful vacation. And then you get the added romance of, I don't know, Maria Bamford or whatever.
3: Of <laughs> whatever <laughs> Maria is be Bamford there. or whatever.
2: I, when I see Maria Bamford, I get excited for romance. Maria, Maria Bamford yeah. is to me as a gondolier is to the average woman in Kansas.
3: <laughs> like... Fascinating she is and the new.
2: greatest symbol of romance there that is available yes. to me. a joke well, from Maria Bamford,
3: maybe that's why his wife wouldn't want him coming out here alone,
2: yeah. I you know, people get worried about coming to Max that's the thing. Sometimes I get these emails. This nice lady emailed me right before Max Funcon last year. she was she had been on the waitlist for like months to get in. I finally got her in. I called her, and she said, "Oh, you know, my friend that I was going to go with, just bailed on me, and I'm not sure I can come. And she's like, I don't know. Like she, she's not. She like works in the entertainment industry. She's not really very geeky. Likes Jordan Jesse Go. Likes comedy, but not into like nerd stuff. You know. And she was terror. She was worried. She's like, I don't think I can go because my my friend can't go with me, and I don't know if I'll be able to make friends, and it'll be what? weird for me to go by myself. So I told her. I said to this nice lady, I said, listen, just go mm-hmm. and see how it goes. Because you're gonna make a thousand friends within an hour of arriving. Yes. And no matter whether you're geeky or not, I mean that's the thing about Max FunCon is that it's not like there's a lot of things where the friendship is predicated upon we're all gonna talk about Magic the Gathering <laughs> or whatever, right? The thing about Max Funcon is it doesn't require any special thing like that. The the theme of it is let's be friends.
3: And let's have fun. And also, what's better than new friends? You don't have to deal with their BS. I
2: know. You know what I mean? You, you don't just, have to worry about them unloading anything no. on you.
3: Yeah, it's just surface giving your best.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I told the lady, and the lady pulled me aside at the end of Max FunCon. She's like, I made a thousand friends the first hour I was there.
0: You nice. know, I. Uh,
2: Seems
3: overwhelming. To I might me. wear
0: my Spider Man costume again this Uh-oh. year. Uh oh. Wait. Are you serious? Uh, that's uh, I haven't decided yet. because We've got a while. I have a while to buy a new costume. But if reason, I don't have a new one, I'll bring back my, my old The, the old
2: reason chestnut. I'm concerned is because the sprinklers came on last time you wore it. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, uh, all the folks in the audience got too hot under the hot collar. Hot under the collar. Yeah, I know. When
0: they saw well, you. If I, <laughs> well, we'll have to have an outdoor show.
3: Is it tight on your balls? <laughs> oh, yeah. That would weird me out. Is there oh, yeah. another kind
0: of Spider-Man
2: well, costume?
3: Well, because as your friend, I don't want to be. You don't want to know
0: the out. His Spider-Man costume yeah. no, 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 is—it's modest. Is
2: a hip-hop recreation of Spider-Man from 1995 that wore baggy Timberland jeans. Sure. No, so it's not tight on the balls.
3: Is it really? Is that the joke? Uh, no. no I mean, it's a standard it, Spider-Man costume. It is. Costume. It's
0: a little <laughs> ill-fitting. <a> Ill- <laughs> Ill-
2: All Spider-Man costumes are tight on the balls. Right, I think well, that's our point. That
3: might be better for new friends than that never have to see you again. Even
2: sure, the yeah. Indian Spider-Man created by Deepak Chopra, if sure. I remember reading News of the Weird roughly three years ago correctly, Mm-hmm. Um, don't correct me on that, by the way, you fucking Spider-Man people out there. Whoa! Do not aggressive. send me an email about. Well, I got to get a. Gra- I got to no,
0: make my sure. point clear.
2: Yeah, yeah I well, get I like it. When Otherwise, he's I'm getting emails.
3: That's what I was concerned about
0: no, earlier. You guys are both concerned about these phantom emails. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jordan, just because you don't read any of the emails we get doesn't no, mean we true. don't the get emails. The worst thing is
3: getting stuff from know-it-alls who took something you said the wrong way and then they're educating you about something that you don't even need to. know In this about. case,
2: Indian Spider-Man. <laughs> Anyway, look. the The moral of this story is this: I think he should come with his wife. If his wife needs convincing, I'm willing to get on the phone and talk to her. Sure, we'll both get on I'll the phone. I'll tell horn. her I'm a sensible man. I'm a public radio host who's more trusted than that. That
3: would be a good segment. You on the phone with this lady? Yeah, I'll, I can. I can get it. This- I can. The snobby two goody two shoes. Hey, and look, if
0: that doesn't work, I'll just send a picture of my balls. There's a hundred dollar that should
2: seal the deal. I really like. We really like to have uh, couples there. It's mm-hmm. a great, great uh, dynamic to have, and uh, we give you a hundred dollar discount if you're a couple. So
3: what? there's no excuse. Yeah, oh, the loveless—they get shafted again.
2: Yeah, they do. They do. Um hey, hey, if they're lucky at Max FunCon they Woo-hoo! get shafted. You know what I'm talking about?
3: <laughs> I totally do. Talking about shaft of penis inside a vagina. Or a butt or, <laughs> or mouth. Or whatever, whatever
2: you got. Whatever like. you need, wherever where you want to put the penis. Put the shaft Two boxes bumping judge. together. Anything you want to nope. do, it's cool with us. We don't judge. Um hey, guess what, Jordan? Yeah. Max FunCon tickets going on sale, Black Friday. Wow. Day after Thanksgiving.
0: I hear it's the perfect holiday gift.
2: It is. And in fact, you know what? Funny that you mentioned it's the perfect holiday gift. You were being sarcastic. However... Uh, we have actually, because I wanted to make it a nicer gift, because a lot of people like will bring Max, buy Max FundCon tickets for somebody, and then it's sort of hard to figure out how to present it. Mm-hmm. We actually spent <laughs> we spent an inordinate amount of time working on this. <laughs> Me and Julia, uh, the producer of The Sound of Young America, and Teresa, my wife, development director of Maximum Fun, spent hours upon hours developing this. But there is actually a presentation box with a special card that you will receive in the mail when you register for Max Funcon. That is oh. perfect for a holiday gift. It's beautiful. It's very classy. Uh, the special card you can carry it around with you in case you need to prove that you're going to Max FunCon. I Con. love it. It's fantastic. Hand letterpress printed is great.
3: Now, let me ask you, you don't have to line up outside a store at 5 a.m. on Black Friday to get these. Tickets, I recommend do using you? the
2: internet. I recommend using the internet. You Perfect. can line up outside a store at 5 a.m. Target
0: does have a few of them for <laughs> eight bucks.
2: You're going to have to, the thing is, you're going to have to hack one of those job application computer terminals. To get onto the internet, oh. if you want to do it in a store.
3: So maybe you should just stay home in in your pajamas. And you should
2: stay home in your pajamas. Go to maxfuncon uh, maxfuncon dot com. Okay, one more telephone call, huh This is uh, this is incorrectly labeled. the The caller suggests that this is a momentous occasion, but in fact, what it is is a moment of shame.
1: <laughs> Hi, Jordan Jesse. I have a momentous occasion to share. Uh, this did not happen recently. This was about 10 years ago when I was a college student. Uh, the way our dorm was designed uh, was four bedrooms that opens to a single living area and a single bathroom. So most mornings we fought for first rights to the bathroom. Uh, there was a commons area with a bathroom that opened at oh, ten ten thirty. So both of us early risers... Uh, had to get up very early or just hold it in for a while. Well, one morning I woke up, had to take a pee, and I had a roommate that was taking a very, very long shower, and the commons was not open, and I really had nowhere to go. Uh, I contemplated just walking outside and going on the side of the building, um, but there were already students up and about, walking around, going to classes. This was not an option. So I did what anyone would have done. I started looking around for a container to piss in. Uh, The only container I had in my room, though, was a half-full bottle of Clorox bleach. This was a mistake. (laughs) I opened the bleach and put my dick in the bottle and began to pee. Not realizing the horrible chemical combination here would cause the contents of the bottle to foam up and erupt like a volcano of burning around my junk with my dick still in the bottle. Uh, I don't think I yelled, but I did hop around trying to extricate myself from the bottle, uh, spilling it everywhere in my dorm floor. Uh, It burned for days and... I may be sterile now. And it was only recently that I got around to telling my roommates this story and why that one day my room smelled like bleach. Thank you.
3: <gasps> wow. That's like ammonia and bleach mixing, right? Right.
2: He he could what, what he's lucky. The true lucky thing is that he didn't become over overwhelmed by the gases created by yeah. the mixture. and die with his dick in the bleach canister (laughs) and the headline just says man dies trying to fuck bleach
3: (laughs) oh that's exactly
0: what has he gone too far
2: (laughs) (laughs) we'll We'll be back in just a second on jordan jesse go it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart jordan
0: morris boy detective
3: jen kirkman guest
2: Oh Jen, it's really been a joy to have you here, and we and we thank you for taking the time.
3: I love being here.
2: We know you have kids at home.
3: I got three, three children oh, at home that need taking care of. <laughs> three
2: little, three little adopted kids. One of them was a crack baby.
3: <laughs> Listen, it's what it's my got to feed him oatmeal
0: every hour. <laughs> That's the treatment. Hourly crack addiction. <laughs> yeah, hourly oatmeal. But <laughs> not instant born. oatmeal.
3: For some reason, it just you,
0: look no, like you gotta have the whole Starbucks. <laughs>
3: Yes, the steel-cut oatmeal with orange raisins.
2: The good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) uh, That was a fun show, huh? Got Jen Kirkman. Yes. Jen Kirkman, of course, is on Twitter's, right? Jen Kirkman?
3: Yes, I'm on Twitter's. Uh, which is different than Twitter. No, I'm on Twitter.
2: You got. I was enjoying your nice. You got a nice new website up there at JenKirkman.com. Oh, yeah.
3: I got to get a real one, but it's a te- it's a placeholder. It's holder. pretty nice. No, it's oh, nice. We
2: I got some video clips. Done. Hey, I watch you go. I watch you. I watch you uh, vamping around, telling some jokes on a, on a around sexy comedy special.
3: Totally. No, uh, yeah, I got my website, uh, Twitter, Facebook like page, which is like hurting cats to get people to go to.
2: It just sounds like it's just hurting cats. <laughs> It sounds what it sounds that like That sounds to like me. fun. It's called reflexive listening, Jordan. You mm-hmm. should try it sometime. It's a way to help people know that you care about what they're saying.
0: Sure. Janet. Yeah. I said it sounded like fun to herd cats. <laughs> so I don't know why you think I wasn't paying attention. <laughs>
2: um, Max FunCon tickets on sale at maxfuncon.com on November 26th, day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Um, I'm very excited about this year's Max FunCon. I'm, I'm not... I'm mum. About any guests coming to this year's Max Fun Con. I will say.
0: We've already announced Pollock, though.
2: That Neil Pollock will be there. Sure. Teaching yoga. Oh, I
3: thought yoga. you meant the Jackson
2: Pollock. Jackson Pollock. That will be Ed Harris, in character from Pollock. We haven't yet announced, but trust me, we're working on some great stuff. Some shit that you're going to really like.
0: You're going to want to. You're going to want to fuck a bleach container. You're going to be so excited. <laughs> and
2: you're going to want to you know what you're really going to want to do? You're going to want to watch the uh, cool movie that uh, Jordan hosts. Sure. About nice. Max FunCon, directed by our friend Ben Harrison, the man yeah. with the people magazine. Uh, it's at maxfuncon.com. You can watch it. I hope that people, here's what here's what I would like to ask. People write me these emails about how amazing Max FunCon was. And I, j- I really appreciate it. I totally appreciate it. I hope that those people, since this is the week that Max FunCon tickets go on sale, will write those emails on their Facebooks and their blogs and share the video that we made so that other people, so that I don't have to explain so often what the fuck Max FunCon yeah, is. Yeah, you
3: already know it's amazing. They should email uh, other people besides you. Yeah. These jerks.
2: It's wonderful. It's a life changing experience. I mean, where else are you going to get to fuck Jordan Morris? Um,
3: Am I. Uh, through the hole in his Spider-Man costume.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, if you are considering fucking, right. Uh, my hair is at a weird length in that video. Oh. So I'm gonna try and have it at a more reasonable it was shorter length. shorter or longer. Maybe a little longer. It was maybe a little too short. A little I don't intermediate. Like yeah, it's like it's just it was, it was fucking weird. I watched.
3: Do you the video get a lot again. of ladies at I Max One Kun?
0: Huh. I thought
2: you looked good, Jordan. Thank you. Do you get get ladies? Hey, look, we all get a lot of ladies. I don't
0: kiss and tell, Jen.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Jordan's a gentleman. (laughs) I am a gentleman,
0: if nothing
3: else. I just, um, just want to know if you've gone too far. Yes, Here's a lo-
0: look, I got too far.
2: It's not a matter of people getting ladies. Let's just say that it's a very romantic environment. Oh, very okay. romantic. It's a lot of... It's very sensual.
3: Oh, God.
2: We pass out oils. <laughs>
3: then we then don't I'm do definitely any of not going. To go. Oh, yeah. There's we don't a do lot any of, of
0: half-full bleach containers <laughs> in every room.
2: Um anyway, maxfuncon.com. Hey, if you want to sponsor an upcoming episode of Jordan Jesse, go uh, email Teresa at maximumfun.org. T H E R E S A at MaximumFun.org. 100 bucks for a personal message, 150 bucks for a commercial message. We got some we got some good ones coming up next week, by the way, Jordan. Great. We would just wait for it. Just wait for I it. I'm waiting folks. for it. Um, and uh, we'll see you on the uh, internet and hey on television. Thursdays at 745 Eastern, 445 Pacific on IFC's The Grid. I enjoyed I watched uh one of your segments on the, the internet. Mm. Uh, uh, that was fun. Yeah. We're fun guys. Aren't we Look though?
3: Look at you guys. Yeah. And
2: Jen Jen Kirkman's television program coming up in January in the Thursday night uh, comedy marathon on NBC.
3: Totes. 8.30. Perfect couples. I'm not totes, on NBC. But...
2: Totes.
3: <laughs> and everyone come to the UCB Theater December 11th. Is one of the, 10 p.m.
2: Is one of the couples you and Nick Adams?
3: No, no. We're... You're getting this all confused. Right,
2: because you're marrying Nick Adams. Nick's beautiful wife, Tasha. Yes. And your handsome husband, Neil, are getting married.
3: No, none of this is. So there's happening. two
2: couples on the show. No. One is. <laughs> this is all incorrect. This
3: is all wrong. Nothing you, you said. You are making. And we cancel the show as yeah, we speak. Yeah,
2: they are signing the paper. One of the couples <laughs> is Olivia Munn and Jezebel.com.
3: <laughs> no. What? You're no. half right. No. You're half right.
2: <laughs> okay. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jessica.
3: Bye. Thank <laughs> you.